Boundary disputes between nation states are quite common across the world. But boundary disputes between neighboring provinces or neighboring states of the Indian Union may not be a common phenomenon, uh, especially in the Indian uh, Union after independence. But there are boundary disputes in the northeastern states, in the northeastern region. And of course, uh, let's not forget something that happens in uh, between Maharashtra and Karnataka. The Belgaum area also has a boundary dispute and there are river disputes between different states. But on the News Warrior this week, I'm going to talk about the uh, border disputes between Mizoram and Assam and of course uh, the other disputes in the Northeast and why they are historically left behind by the British and what is the solution and what is the way ahead as far as these disputes resolution is concerned. I'm Nitin Gokhale. So what is Northeast India? If you look at India's map, it is on the northeastern corner of India's map. Seven states of the Northeast, tenuously connected with mainland of India as it used to be called through the Siliguri Corridor. 98% of the boundaries of the seven northeastern states are with other countries. Bangladesh, Myanmar, Bhutan, China and of course partly Nepal if you look at the uh, Siliguri Corridor. So 2% of the boundary of the northeastern states is with rest of India. But that's not the discussion that we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the historical boundary dispute or the border dispute between the northeastern states among themselves. Now, why has that happened? And why? what is the context? You must have heard of the recent border clash between Assam and Mizoram police, where six Assam policemen were killed, several were injured, and the political rhetoric between the two states went very high, with the Mizoram police filing an FIR against Assam's Chief Minister Himanto Biswa Sharma, the Assam police filing an FIR against a sitting MP from Mizoram for instigating people. And it seemed as if two sovereign states were uh, fighting against each other uh, for uh, claiming the land uh, which uh, each of them thought belonged to them. But this is between states of the Union. They actually belong to the Indian Union. And yet there are these disputes. Now, first let's look at what are the states of the Northeast. Assam is the biggest state of the Northeast. Then there are states like Mizoram, Arunachal Pradesh, Nagaland, Meghalaya, Tripura and Manipur. These are the seven states in the Northeast. In all, together, they comprise about 8% of India's total landmass and about 3% or 3.5% of India's population. So, in a way, a very small area, but an important area, very volatile area. But to my mind, the Northeast is the bridge to Southeast Asia. It is the bridge that connects India's mainland or India's main mass land, the land of mass to the Southeast Asian countries like Myanmar, Thailand and even uh, parts of Bangladesh. And yet, this region has remained for a long time. First 40 years of India's independence, they were out of sight, out of mind and therefore out of the development cycle that the central government had initiated for the rest of the country. But apart from lack of development or slow pace of development, there are some of the historical legacies that are dogging the states. One of them is the border dispute. Now, to look at the border dispute in little more detail, one has to go back to the history of the region. 
At the time of independence, the northeast comprised the state of Assam or undivided state of Assam, two princely states, Tripura and Manipur, and the NEFA area or the Northeastern Frontier Agency administered centrally by the Ministry of External Affairs until 1965 and then handed over to the Ministry of Home Affairs from 1965 to 1972. Then gradually from the early 60s, the smaller states started getting carved out of the undivided Assam. First was the formation of the state of Nagaland on 1st December 1963. Then in 1967 onwards, the demand for creation of a state of Meghalaya comprising three districts or three tribal dominated districts of Khasi Hills, Garo Hills and Jayantia Hills began. And finally by 1971, the state of Meghalaya was formed. Mizoram became a union territory in 1972. It was converted from a district of Assam, the Lushai Hills district, into a state or a union territory of uh, the country. And NEFA, which was uh, known as NEFA as I mentioned, got renamed as Arunachal Pradesh but remained a union territory from 1972 to 1987. In 1987, Mizoram was upgraded from union territory to a state. So was Arunachal Pradesh. Manipur and Tripura were annexed and joined the Indian Union in the late 40s, early 50s. So, in all then Assam uh, became or fragmented into these seven states. Now, the boundaries that were demarcated of the district boundaries of between say uh, Assam or uh, Assam's Kachar district and Lushai Hills district which is now Mizoram were a legacy of the British Raj. They were carved out or demarcated under two different regulations. One was the 1933 British Act and uh, the earlier one was 1875 British Act. Now, the Mizos did not want to accept the 1933 demarcation because they said they were not consulted. While in 1875, the Mizo chiefs, village chiefs were consulted. So, the dispute remained even when these districts became states. Similarly, the entire Northeast was governed by something called the Bengal Eastern Frontier Regulation Act, under which, in fact, three states of the Northeast, even today, have something called inner line permit system, which means you and me from rest of India, and I'm avoiding the term mainland India, from rest of India, if all of us from rest of India have to travel to these states, and these are Arunachal Pradesh, Mizoram and Nagaland, we have to obtain an inner line permit and it is given for a limited period of time to go into these states. The entry into these states is conditional. So, this is still governed by that act, as I mentioned, Bengal Eastern Frontier Regulation Act of 1873. And because of that, these boundaries continue to fester. Now, Assam being the largest state and from which the other states were carved out, has a boundary dispute with these states that were which were carved out of Assam. So, while the boundary between Assam and Nagaland, which is the most volatile and most prone to violent incidents, the last happened in 2014. And before that, in 1985, 41 people were killed between Nagaland and Assam clash, in which 28 policemen from Assam side were killed. I was uh, not witness to it, but I reported on that incident one day after it uh, happened. And when I was a reporter in the local newspaper in Guwahati called The Sentinel. Uh, of course, it still festers despite Boundary Commission giving uh, award or giving the uh, verdict. The Supreme Court intervening 
that boundary dispute doesn't get settled even after so many years. The boundary between Assam and Nagaland is about 434 kilometers long. Between Assam and Arunachal Pradesh is 804 kilometers. The largest boundary that the states share is between Assam and Meghalaya at 884 kilometers. It is the smallest boundary between Assam and Mizoram of 164 kilometers, which is proving to be the recent headache for the center and for the two states. Now, there have been clashes, there have been incidents, there have been encroachments. And most of these areas which are disputed between these states are part of either reserve forests or thick unreserved forest, which means a means of income for many of these states or the residents who are stationed in these areas. And therefore, the claim from each side that I own this land or I own this tract of uh, forest, this is the nub of the problem which the center has not been able to solve. Neither have the two states or the two disputing parties have been able to do that. After the initial clash and after initial public exchange, very angry exchange between the two sides, between the two chief ministers, there has been an intervention by the center and there have some sense has prevailed, saner voices have prevailed. And therefore, I think both sides, uh, Assam and Mizoram, have decided to withdraw the FIRs against the politicians and have said that uh, they will abide by whatever the center says. Now, uh, that is for the future. As I mentioned, Supreme Court has not been able to settle the dispute. Neither have the Boundary Commission like the K Justice KVK Sundaram Committee between Assam and Nagaland, formed way back in 1972, has not been able to, uh, or the, the award given by that commission has not been implemented. So central forces like the CRPF and the SSB are now guarding or patrolling these disputed areas so that police forces from both sides don't clash again. What is the solution then? Some uh, creative solutions have been mentioned uh, by uh, those who watch uh, Northeast. Maybe create these disputed zones into areas of joint ownership where you can uh, set up factories, set up uh, training centers, set up industries, a kind of uh, special economic zone where uh, the laws are common, where uh, the ownership is common and where uh, only economic activity takes place. Jobs are created is uh, one of the suggestions. But for that, both sides on every side in these disputes between Assam and Meghalaya, Assam and Arunachal Pradesh, Assam and Nagaland, Assam and Mizoram, they have to show sagacity. Assam being the largest state, of course, is expected to do some sacrifices. And uh, with the Assam chief minister, the young chief minister recently elected, who is also the chairman or the man in charge of what is called the Northeast Democratic Alliance, where all parties from these states and others like Tripura and Manipur have joined into this alliance, will have to play a major part in reaching out, uh, making some reconciliatory gestures, with the smaller states so that this dispute can be settled or at least postponed for the next 50 years by creating these uh, zones of peace, if you want to call that. But the fact is, the uh, disputes are not created post-independence. They are, as I mentioned, legacy left behind by the bumbling British uh, map makers like they did between India and Pakistan. The Radcliffe Award is what is creating all the problems that we uh, see today in the subcontinent. But there is a precedence of uh, resolving uh, long-standing disputes amicably. And that is between India and Bangladesh. In the past decade, India has settled the land boundary as well as the maritime boundary with Bangladesh. 
Now, Bangladesh, even before partition, was also part of Assam. And in fact, as you are aware, the Radcliffe Award created East Pakistan and West Pakistan and gave Pakistan these two wings, which were almost uh, 3,000 kilometers apart. But that's history. Looking at the future, looking ahead, I think uh, one of the things that uh, the central government must do, the central government in Delhi and all other smaller states uh, in the Northeast is to sit down, find a common uh, ground somewhere and then find a solution. Otherwise, ultimately the sufferers, the victims are the people who live along that border belt because they will get either killed or they will be under constant tension when these two sides clash at slightest provocation. I think uh, the way forward is to sit down and discuss. And after all, uh, all of them are part of the Indian Union, as I keep mentioning. So therefore, I wanted to give you a, a rundown, uh, give you a small glimpse of what is the history in the Northeast, why uh, these disputes are there, and why they can be solved. That's all I have uh, this week. But of course, you know that we'll come with uh, more interesting episodes. Until then, keep sending feedback and comments, like us on our YouTube channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel and of course our social media handles are all there for you to see and of course uh, follow so that uh, we know uh, that uh, what we are doing is uh, something that uh, people would want to see, share and then uh, forward to friends and family. Until the next time, it's goodbye.